Hello and welcome to the Magic Bull by Burkham podcast. I am your host Sam. I am known as our official Osama on Twitter and welcome to episode 3. And on this episode we will be reviewing the Leeds aftermath and previewing the first leg tie against Benfica in the UEFA Europa League round of 32. And also taking a look at dodgy refereeing decisions that occurred on Sunday in our game against Leeds. And I will also answer questions that were tweeted to me. And this podcast is available on Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon Music. So we start with the Leeds aftermath. We won 4-2. We had some shaky defending. Again and again. Dodgy refereeing decisions. How many times do I have to talk about this? I'm honestly getting sick to death of talking about dodgy refereeing decisions like you know in the game the first penalty that was overruled it was a penalty Saka was running he got barged off the ball that's a penalty I don't know how that isn't a penalty and what the game showed mainly was that Bukayo Saka running the show who has been pivotal to our season and it's important that he stays fit and uh, we hope there is no injury problems with him and we hope he he doesn't be overplayed um, you know, we started off with the first goal at Bamiyang, cutting in and scoring at the near post, fantastic. Then the second penalty, then that was eventually dispatched, that was a penalty, fantastic. Then the third goal from Hector Bellerin, you know, Bellerin back on the scoring charts, happy for him. You know, Ceballos, Old Garden, Emil Smith role playing very well, a very well balanced midfield, which we haven't seen since the Arsene Wenger days. Um, Alioski, who was giving it all a big talk during the week, um, subbed after 52 minutes, you know. You know, maybe it teaches him a little lesson about maybe you kind of need to humble yourself, you know. Level-wise, you're playing at Leeds United. You're not playing at any top European side. You're playing at Leeds United and don't think you're, you're a big player because, honestly, you're not. You wouldn't, you wouldn't make it onto the Arsenal reserve bench, never mind the Arsenal first team. But moving on to better things, Aubameyang getting a hat-trick, which is a huge confidence booster for him, and I am very delighted for Aubameyang, and hopefully he scores more and scores more uh, pivotal goals in the Europa League tie to hopefully win it for us, you know. Um, the Europa League round of 32 coming up, again, it's a big tie. Um, when we go back to the Leeds game, the two goals that they scored was dodgy defending it wasn't the greatest defending in the world you know that's something we need to be wary of because with Benfica they've got Everton Suarez they've got Darwin uh, Nunes who can completely punish us in the first leg which I don't want to happen and you know moving on to the Benfica preview it's a first leg and we must give it everything and if we do lose the first leg you know we got to keep it to one goal disadvantage I mean Let's be honest here, we're Arsenal, we don't, we, we don't do well in European games, and we do things the hard way. We don't do things the easy way, we always do it the hard way. And we need to take our chances in the first leg and the second leg and try not to miss. Because, you know, this game kind of hinges on us next season, if we can get into Europe or not. This game really, really hinges on our season. And in previewing to this game, you know, Aubameyang on form, fantastic. Uh, Lacazette, Pepe were were rested. So hopefully, you know, they can make an impact on the game on um, on Thursday. Uh, I'll be delighted to see them. Um, 
and hopefully they can perform and hopefully score a few goals that will send us into the round of 16 and we have to take it every game as it comes um, you know our midfield hopefully that same trio start on Thursday um, hope Gabriel's back in the first team I hope Kieran Tierney's back in because we kind of struggled on that left side we need Tierney to be fit We hope I hope Partey is fit as well because he'll be pivotal for the game against Benfica because we really really need to win the Europa League if we want any sort of European football next season the only way to uh, to get in it next season is to win it and again it's a big test but at the same time if you want to win the big trophies you got to beat the big clubs we really need to win the Europa League this season more than ever success is our only option failure is not our luck in Europe isn't great but we need any sort of luck for next season because we we need European football which will help us for next season to secure the players that we want um, you know for us to kind of move forward as, as a club because we're going backwards we're not going forwards anytime soon but you know I'm happy from Sunday but Sunday kind of is a, is a very good confidence booster for this first leg because you know it will it will put in the players minds that you know if we carry on performing like this we can go on and win the Europa League because I hope we do um, honestly, in my honest opinion, if we do lose to Benfica over two legs, I don't see Arteta remaining as Arsenal boss any longer. His position will come into question, but as we know, it's UEFA. If they do have some dodgy decisions, I cannot fault him. Because let's be honest, UEFA aren't our best friends. I mean, in our 4-1 defeat against Chelsea in Baku, we should have had a penalty early on that wasn't even given. You know, wasn't even given. But, yeah, what can we do? But moving on to the questions... Uh, first question coming in from AFC Met, who has a podcast called Can You Believe It? Uh, well, Can You Believe It? Yeah, absolutely brilliant podcast. Make sure to take a listen to that. And he asked me for my team lineup against Benfica. Well, I'd start with, you know, Leno in goal. Um, I'd start with Cedric at right back. Uh, Gabriel and Holding in midfield. Uh, I mean, midfield in defence, sorry. Left back, hopefully Tierney's fit, so we get Tierney in there. Midfield three, um... Sabah, I'd have um, you know, but yeah, my midfield is it's a it's a sticky one. Um, I want Jacker in there. I want Sabayas in there. Um, I want Old Guard and Emil Smith Rowe to feature. You know, but I, you know, my lineup wouldn't. Um, my lineup is quite hard, but I'd. If I have to restart, I'll go like this. Uh, Leno, Cedric Suarez, uh, Gabriel, Holding, Tierney, um, three in midfield of uh, Xhaka, Emil Smith-Rowe, and Odegaard. And then a front three of Lacazette, um, Pepe, and Aubameyang. I uh, don't think it'll be... I think it'll be too early for Martinelli, but hopefully he can make a second-half impact. I'd have him on the bench. Um... Next question coming in from Atik Kormi. Uh, would you take Pacha Arsenal? Of course I would. After tonight, you know, uh, PSG beating Barcelona 4-1 at the uh, at the new Camp, I'm delighted. I'd hopefully, you know, I will take him on Arsenal tomorrow. And the second question from uh, Atik Kormi, is Saka generational? I think so. But you got to be careful with the word generational talent because you can't just keep throwing it around left, right, centre. But I think he, he is a generational talent, without a doubt. You know, he's matching the the same stats that Cesc Fabregas had that when he was a when he was a young midfielder at Arsenal um, last question from Atik Kormi would you rather Saka, Foden, Greenwood or Callum Hudson-Odoi 
I'd say Bukayo Saka because let's be honest, our Arsenal team isn't as great as it should be. But um, what can we do? What can we do? And um, yeah, this is the way to round off the podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening to episode three of the Magic Ball from Berkham podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Um, make sure to follow, like, and subscribe to the podcast. And uh, hopefully to see you guys again soon. And uh, yeah, take care. Bye.